Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord. Nelson, that is. Lonely is the night when you find yourself alone. Demons come to light and your mind is not your own. Lonely is the night when there's no one left to call. You feel the time is right. See the writing's on. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It is yours truly, the Lord. Ha! Nelson, that is, from the podcast Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network. Yeah, with five Royals Entertainment. And ladies and gentlemen, we have two unbelievable and great human beings and individuals. Yes, indeed, representing an amazing band. But of course, you know, I'm going to take the time to read off a little something about them because I like to big big up my guests. So if they don't mind me taking this moment to express my feelings about what I see and what I've heard. So I'm enjoying it so far. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, when I first heard this band, I was like, damn, I felt the presence of my youth yet was introduced to a sound that can compete and even beat a lot of the music today. Orchestration so beautiful, tight and bold where it needs to be, and subdued enough to let the amazing vocalist, the amazing vocalist, ride the waves of rhythms like a professional surfer with a confidence on par and possibly greater than many of your favorite artists past or present. This is the way I feel. This is my opinion. It's my opinion. So... I believe big things are on the way for this band, and uh, we salute their journey to greatness. So without further ado, we welcome and bring to you Signal to Noise. Yes, indeed. You got to clap them up. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so for all the all the love you just gave us, the check's in the mail, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we got you. Hey, hey, I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just keeping it real, man. That's how I see it, man. I, You know, I took my time to really listen to your catalog, man. And uh, I enjoyed it, man. It was really, really good. Very kind of you, man. Very, very kind. Thank you. That means a lot. No, no, no doubt. So the first question I'd like to ask everybody is, where are you guys from? Maine. Kentucky. Maine, Kentucky, Maine. Maine and Kentucky. (laughs) So the the majority of the band's all from Maine. She's the only one from Kentucky. Okay. (laughs) That's the D. So we're based in Maine. Based in Maine. So. Well, I'll get this from both of you. So what's the best thing about being from, let's talk to the ladies first. What's the best thing about being from Kentucky? Uh, countryside, the uh, just horses and I don't know. I love the water. So being in Maine is better for me because I love the water. But okay. I love my own state too, but, but I love the ocean. So. Indeed. So really, Kentucky's more countryside, mountains, horses and cattle and fields and Yes. Lions and bears. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a great, it's a beautiful state. It's a beautiful state. Cool. What's up with you, young man? (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do I love about Maine? It's Mm -hmm. it's quiet. Um, Yeah. It's a great place to raise a family and just be chill. Uh, The weather's horrible. Mm. Uh, Taxes are way too high. Mm. Um, Other than that, it's a beautiful state. Very nice. (laughs) <laughs> okay so well we've already in- i'm sorry we good oh no the little uh there's two little girls on a dirt bike just 
beaming down the road. <laughs> we're in yeah, we're at south of the border in uh, South Carolina. Uh, oh, so man, do you know how close you are to me? You guys are what? very close. Really? You, you guys are, I mean, South are of the border, you like an hour and change, baby. Yeah, you just up a wow. little north. Yeah, you're you're really close to me. You really are, indeed. indeed. Oh, no shit. South of the border, huh? Yeah. All right, that's love. So, yeah. Please, we have a we have a little two day off period, so that's why we're chilling here. Just chilling there. I got you. I got you. Well, please introduce yourselves and state your very important part in the band. Uh, I'm Breezy. I'm the bassist. Uh, I'm Koopa, singer songwriter. Yes, indeed. And then we have Dave, who's I think he's pooping. Is Dave pooping? <laughs> uh, Dave's our lead guitar player. He's pooping. Uh, Nick is in his bunk. The drummer. Uh, and Chris, our rhythm player, he's hanging out with some friends in at, Myrtle Beach. In Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach yes, indeed. Back, yeah, he's meeting us back here tomorrow. Hey, man, awesome, man. Myrtle Beach, another great place, man. Hey, there's nothing finer to be in South Carolina, man. That's what I say, man. I love South Carolina. <laughs> yes, indeed. Awesome, man. So can you we recall, love it here. Yeah, yeah. Can you recall the moment the light switch turned on and you said, I want to be a professional musician? Yep, three <laughs> years old. Three. I was uh, banging on my mom's uh, pots and pans in the kitchen to uh, Love Me Do by the Beatles. <laughs> Breezy, what did you like say? Yeah. I started yeah, all my life. Grew up in a, a gospel country, bluegrass family, mm-hmm. and music was always in my blood. So I, I, I've always wanted to do that. Got you, got you. So were, were you in bands before now? And if so, what is it about Signal to Noise that stands out above and beyond those bands? Well, well, for me, my, my last bands, it just felt like, and I love those guys, and, and I don't mean any disrespect, but the drive and the dedication wasn't there as much. And I was always looking for that. And uh, for me, uh, when I come across uh, Signal and they needed the bass player, I was like, hey, you know, this is a band that's got their shit together. Right. Um, you know, they had their own tour bus, you know, already got a lot of, you know, a recognition and experience under their belt. So I was like, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. So, awesome. Yeah, yeah, cool. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you also. Oh, um, <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just looking at all the it's south of the border, man. I, I get it, man. I get it. So yeah, I'm soaking it in, man. That, that's all. So, were you in any other band before Signal to Noise, or, or was this your baby? This was it. Yeah, uh, I was in. I've I've been in previous like successful uh, local bands in mm-hmm. my state. Um, um, I almost signed a universal once. Oh, really? Uh, so I've come close. I've done a lot of, you know, tons of radio and TV and big shows and stuff. But I had the same issue. Every band I was in and uh, it just it only went so far. And then no one wanted to once the real work needed to be in play. Yes. They no one wanted to. Everybody's like, ah. And now most of those guys, I love them all, but they're all in cover bands, just hanging out at home, doing the cover band thing. And that's just not for me. Man. It never has been. I, I just can't be. You know what I mean? I love writing and I, I just I'd rather play in front of five people doing my own stuff than 5,000 doing a tribute band or a cover songs that I didn't write. Just uh. No, I got you, man. I, so I, I just kept, kept drudging. Here we are. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand how much work it takes, man, to really do. Oh, it's a lot. And, uh, and the yeah, love and passion that you have to do what you do. And and they, they think it's a lot easier. They just see the glam part of, it, you know, but it, yeah. but it's, yeah. it's it's work that uh, that we love. So, uh, hey man, I agree with you one hundred percent, man, one hundred percent. So I like to ask this question, and since since you know 
Um, have have you ever been like performing, either one of you, and and ever caught yourself like watching the other, you know, musicians on the stage with you and be like, damn, they're so talented, man. Wow, oh, like, oh, every all night. the time, every night, all the time, and, and nightly. I, yeah, <laughs> I asked that question because I, I just remember performing with Stuck Mojo. So here I am, just doing my thing. We got all these people out here, and then just. I just looked to the left and to the right. And then I was just like, man, you know, I was like, man, don't forget your, your lyrics, man. You know, I just, because we're performing together. So it's like, I'm right, really yeah. focused out here. And then it was just like, man, I looked over there at Rich one, one time I remember so clearly, I was just like, I just stopped. And I just looked <laughs> at him and, and I started listening. And I'm just like, yeah. look at this. What the hell? I was like, have I never paid attention to this before? You know, during uh, all the rehearsals <laughs> and everything, it just hit me. So I was just like, I needed to ask you guys that question, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. This that that feeling never, never leaves me. Yeah. Like I, I, every time we're up there, I look around and I'm just thankful because I've gone through a lot of band members in this band. So right with this lineup, these guys, it's it's just a wonderful feeling. We're way more, you know, we're a unit, we're a family. And oh. when you're up there and you respect all of them and you know we're all on the same page, we're all just vibing. There's no better feeling. This that's it's, it's better than friggin' anything. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And it makes all the crap okay. Like all the crap <laughs> right. behind the fans don't see. It makes right. all that fine because just for that, you know, that half hour or 40 minutes you're up there, it's just magic. It's, yeah, it is. And that's why we keep doing it. Yes, indeed, man. It's awesome. Gives me goosebumps seeing, seeing my fellow fans. <laughs> I mean, I look over and I was like, what the hell are you doing? And I, I just get gooseys all over me. She gets so. gooseys. I get gooseys. <laughs> <laughs> She looks over and she's like, damn, my singer's friggin' handsome. <laughs> the man he is. <laughs> hey, man, speak your truth, man. I love it. Because I know I feel the same way about me. <laughs> there's, there's no doubt about it. Can't nobody tell me anything different. I love me, indeed. So I have a good friend who always speaks about the sonics of a song and how they move him. Do you have any one thing within music that moves you in a special way? Oh my goodness! Uh, let me answer this one real quick. He he wrote a uh, a song about his grandmother, uh, and recently I lost a five month old granddaughter. Oh, I'm sorry to and hear that. As friends, so the song to me that affects him that way affects me in a different way with different people, you know. Mm -hmm. And it just it's one of those songs that when we play it. it he had to fight to keep the tears from coming, you know, down. Mm. So it's, it's really, to me, it touches me like really, really heavily. And as the writer of said song, it's, it's a beautiful, um, it makes it more emotional because that I'm just very attached to it. Obviously I'm writing for, you know, my grandmother basically raised me. So the song is very personal, mm. but then knowing what she went through and then she took it and it means a completely different thing right. for her. That's right. just a beautiful magical thing that happens in as a writer you never expect you don't think of that you don't yes. think of that human connection as someone else is going to take your song uh chris cornell said it best once he's like um when you write a song the minute you let it go to the people it's no longer your song right yes because people yes. take it and, and it's their song their own yeah, interpretation of what it is and you see people out in the crowd and, and you see them and they're starting to tear up and then it makes it even harder for you to fight, you know, hold back the tears too. I literally cannot play that song live without fucking crying and making an ass of myself every damn. So we don't play it live much because I'm just a busted mess every time. Right. I, I just got, I just got 
you know, goosebumps so crazy, man, because I, I picture everything so well. I'm super visual. And so I, I'm just I'm hearing it and I'm seeing you do it. And 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 yes, indeed, man, th those things that uh, when when people hit you and, and fans hit you and they're like, hey, this helped me get through this. Um, you know, I've done like some EDM stuff and I have had a song called Breathe that I was just like, well, I'm not going to put it out to these to the metal people and stuff like that. But I was just like, you never know. Somebody's like, no, put the song out there. It's just it's, it's music. You know, music is yeah. universal if it hits them. And then so, so many people came back and was just like, thank you. Thank you for telling yeah. me to breathe. Thank you for telling me right. I needed that. And, and it was just like, you know, I was taken aback like, wow. Oh, my God. So, Isn't that cool, though? Yeah, it's cool. So then, I, yeah. So then I wrote another song on a, on the last album with me and my boy Matt Acevedo with um, Plastic Catastrophe with Lord Nelson. It was like you never judge a book by its cover. You never, you know, you just put your music out there and let it be what it's going to be, man. And 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 definitely. So you guys saying that is a beautiful thing, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I tell people all the time that I don't, I can't stand genres. They've always annoyed me. I think good music's just good music. It doesn't matter. It doesn't man, matter. Man, why is that I hug you right now, man? Because I, I asked that question too, because because <laughs> I have a term called no, no. Well, we're only an hour away. Say again. We're, we're only an hour away. Yeah, we're only an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, you, I mean, listen, you're closer. You, but listen, you're really close. No doubt. I'm right the, here at Irmo. I'm not far from you. That's the thing. Come, come up here. We can have some tacos. <laughs> Can't go wrong with a taco. <laughs> so. <laughs> Your sound is big and bold with just the right amount of right amount of aggressiveness. So with the perfect blend of powerful melodic vocals where the listeners want to sing along to the catchy tunes, was this the strategy from the jump or or did it just happen organically? Organic. Um well no, it there's a strategy to it in the beginning. So mm -hmm. the past bands I was in, I I've been in like so I was in a 90s grunge band back when grunge was, you know, huge. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was that mashed potato. <laughs> and that, I was a drummer in the 80s. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't even know I could sing. I, I, I'd sing in the shower, but I wasn't, you know. Really? And then I started singing in 1990. And that's right when, you know, Lane Staley and Scott Weiland and Chris Cornell and, mm -hmm. you know. Kurt Cobain and all this grunge guys are popping up all over the place. And, and right. I started, you know, better. So then I just started at parties. I'd be drinking my buds, you know, mm -hmm. bandmates and I would sing. And then my, my band was like, my guitar player was like, dude, no offense, but you're a way better singer than you are a drummer. Right. So I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, I'm your drummer. What are you telling me right now? <laughs> and then I, I just started taking notice and I'm like, well, maybe I'll give singing a go. So I emulated all of those guys in the beginning, because I didn't know how to sing. I didn't, you know, I, mean? I didn't take a damn lesson or anything. So I'm like, ah, oh. so I started mimicking those guys until, you know, years later, obviously. And then I had other good musicians that we gig with and they'd be like, you got to find your voice. Mm -hmm. And now I know what that means. Right. But at the time I didn't know what I was doing. So I, so anyway, my first band was grungy. Ferber, Ferber, Ferber. And then, uh, that was like a 10 year stint. And then I got into a, um, more of like a, I guess Godsmack type band, mm -hmm. you know, they mm -hmm. like mall rock, you know, right. bro metal. I got you. So after that, and we, you know, we were all loud looking, and we were like, <laughs> you know, that kind of band. It was fun. A lot of ladies and partying and craziness, but yeah. the music wasn't. I just didn't feel 
But then I got into a band called Our Past, which is we're on iTunes and all that stuff. But okay. uh, they were they were beautiful players. They, they all of a sudden I got with a bunch of guys they've never played out before. They were all closet musicians, mm. but they were like Berkeley players type mm. talent. So I had the experience of gigging and playing, but I didn't have that talent. Right. So when I got with, they made me a better singer because I had all. First of all, they were tuned in straight standard tuning, mm-hmm. so I had to, my voice. I had to jump up an arc. You know what I mean? And they they would just write these beautiful, just melodic riffs, and it just forced me to come up with better melodies and better lyrical content because it was like real music. Right. It just it felt, and it was I was emotionally attached to it. So I thanked them a lot. They made me a better singer. So when I made this band, which originally I started this with my son, who's no longer in the band, but he's on the first three CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I retired from this actually, and I only got back into it for him. And then he ended up quitting the band. So now here I am still doing it. But but the goal was to take the pros and cons of all those past bands and try to find the right little formula, the right. Because I just want to touch people. Right. And I'm like, how am I going to write music that everybody's going to kind of dig? Because you can't really please everybody. But if I can try, if I can freaking try to appease almost everybody, that's the goal. So that's the goal with this band, which is trying to entertain everyone, the metalheads, the pop people, mm-hmm. you know, um, hip hop artists, yeah. anybody that just enjoys music. If we can have some sort of element in there enough to where they might want to listen, I think that's the secret. So that's okay. that's what we, that's why our music's kind of simple, very straightforward. But I try to have it very melodic, uh, in serious lyrical content. Even if I'm writing a silly song, it's honest. There's no fluff bullshit in there. My so that's guy, the goal. My guy, let me tell you something. Everything you said, once again, goosebumps again, because you rolled right into what I was going to ask you. And I love when we're having conversation and you just talk and I'm, and I'm like, well, that was my next thing I was going into. And you went right into it and handled that so easily, man. And, and the fact because the question was, you know, how early was it in life that you knew you had an amazing voice? And then it's just like you were a drummer and you were like, I, I'm pretty sure you sang around and did things, but not knowing that powerful voice that you have is really crazy to me because you really have, you've got something special. And then you honed it, as you said, with all those other players, which is an amazing thing. So it was just your time and your maturation and your growth that came to be as you were in these other bands and things like that. And where it is right now, man, it's my brother, I'm trying to tell you, it's, it's, it's no joke. Man, it really I appreciate is. you. That I, means I, a lot. So I, the irony is I actually can't stand my voice. I really? hate hearing it. I hate hearing it. Dude. You can ask Bria. Stand it. That's funny. I don't like it at That's all. So funny. I love singing and I love I love being in this band. I love entertaining people, but I can't stand my voice. My God, let me go ahead and tell you something. Embrace what you have, man. Embrace that gift that has been given to you because not everybody has it. I always say this right here. You know how you were saying you emulated those other guys? Sometimes, you know, we we think that we can sing. You know, <laughs> we, we try like some somebody is trying to sing like you and they may catch a note or two of yours, but they can't sing like you. They think they can, <laughs> but they can't. So your range is bam, 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 bam. You've got all those kind of things. And I do want to say this, that uh, and I and I tell people this all the time. I was uh, listening to an interview that Chuck D was having with Quincy Jones. And uh, I say this to people all the time. Quincy Jones said, you take 10 artists or 10 people that you like, that you are fans of. Take 10 of them and you grab something from each of them that you love 
and then you'll have your own style. It'll be you. It won't be anybody else. It will just be you. So when you say that, that you listen to all those guys, you probably did grab things that you love from each of them. And so now your voice is just bigger than life, man. And I'm telling you, man, you, when I sat there and listened, I was like, this guy right here is that guy. And I know that you you guys uh, did a show with Volbeat. Am, am I correct? You did do something with Volbeat? So, yeah, with that. Rise Above Fest with them. So so Michael Poulsen, we toured with Volbeat for about a month. with Stuck Mojo many, many years ago. I used to look at Mike, Michael every night, man, warming up. Because, you know, we were right, uh, you know, support right before them, you know. And I used to just look at him like, I said, God. Damn, Mike. I was just like, he's just, he was just, you know, warming up and just, it was just, it, listen, great tour, one of the best tours I've been on. We had a ball. They were just great guys, amazing guys. And anyway, your voice is amazing, young man. So don't, don't ever, just, just listen, embrace, embrace that. No, no, man, you got to embrace that, my, my brother. You got to embrace that because it, it's amazing. So this band has such an amazing orchestration. Every instrument is in concert with the other. And each one of you with the other also. So how easy or difficult has it been to create such a massively beautiful sound? Uh, actually, really easy. That just, that, yeah, just like love. I said, it's organic. Yeah. And we just, so mo- the way our writing goes, most of the time mm-hmm. I'm sitting in my bedroom or to be honest, not to be personal, but I'm in the toilet. Yeah, this yeah. is good in the bathroom. Well, that's what we do. And uh, <laughs> uh, my brother here has witnessed it a lot of times. I'll be up. I'll just like be in the living room with, with my family. And all of a sudden I run upstairs and I come back down. I got a tune because it just uh, I, so I'll, I'll kind of scratch it on the acoustic. I'll get the basic melody. Uh, a lot of times I'll send her. I'll call her a FaceTimer. I'm like, what do you think? She's oh, that's nice. Yeah, you do. <laughs> So then we uh, <laughs> usually, so it, it happens one of two ways. Either I have a basic idea and we go in the band room and we kind of flesh it out that way. Right. Or I kind of structure, write the song by myself and I bring it to them. And then they just, they flood all the the nuances to fucking fat. And it, mm. I, I don't say anything. It's not like I go to Brie like, Brie, this is what I want. I need you to get in there and I need to, they, she just rocks her shit, man. She knows what she's doing. They play for the song every time. All of them do. So the beauty of us is um, right down to our drum. No one has to, I don't have to dictate anything. Mm -hmm. I come in with the tune and those guys already know, they know what I kind of, what I'm trying to get at. And they just, they just, they're in it. It's, it's cool, man. Our writing is easy. Like it's, we could write, we have, oh yeah, two more albums just sitting in the can that we could, yeah, we were, material is not a problem in this band at all. Cool. Oh, by the way, I want everybody to see, see my shirt. I pooped today. Just want to share. <laughs> so you kind of were talking about it. So 
Who takes the lead when it comes to producing? And do you write all the songs or is it just one or two? Uh, it's, it's mainly me. Mm-hmm. We don't have a producer. We okay. we produce. You are the producer. Yes. Kevin, yeah. uh, Jonathan Wyman at a Halo Studios in Maine. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he he engineers it. Um, and then we had our good friend Aaron at a Son- uh, Sonic Forge Studios yeah. uh, track us for this last album. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Gateway Mastering to master it. But we're, we're our own producers. Okay. Got you. Got you. Well, who's ever doing your 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 music and stuff? I mean, it, that sound. They got it. It's you know how you say you're making it for for you trying to get everybody to like it or whatever. Like it's it's really that yeah. it's it's that kind of music, you know, where you're gonna bob your heads and you're gonna be like, oh man, okay, just it makes you feel good, you know. And I see all the people that you said like, hey, you know, from the kisses to this to that, that you know, I I hear Shine Down, one of the songs I hear Volbeat, you know, I hear some things and I'm just like, man, oh man, these guys right here, man, it's, it's, it's hey. awesome. You name and bands we all respect oh, yeah. and dig. So, so, I mean, I'm a massive Volby fan. So that that's oh, just my, sure. <laughs> my guys. You know, I, quick story, yeah. quick, quick story with them. Jan, the drummer, after we did the tour and uh, we were in Osnabrück for the last show, and uh, you know, everybody gets together and takes pictures and all those things like that. And I just remember Jan coming up to me and he's just like, "Lord Nelson, you guys made us work so hard every night." to come behind you and do, and I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of looking at him and I'm, I'm really a super humble person. I just looked at him like, man, I'm watching you guys and the greatness that you guys and watching you guys control this crowd. And because the crowd, the, the they were really there to see Volbeat, you know, but by that third song, Stuck Mojo had him. We had him. And so they were just like, wow, okay. So when he said that, I was just like, man, you know, that made me feel good. But I was just like, hey, man, but it was, it was great. So those guys are some great guys, man. Uh, most definitely. No better you can get than when the band you're supporting you know you get that kind of uh you know that's how the the cold camp with us have been that they've been that way with us they're they're yeah. wonderful oh yeah and they've you know they've been nothing but supportive right. and they keep telling it and i mean i love cold scooters mm-hmm. like the man oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. Uh, this tour has been beyond amazing for us yeah like, it has been so it's, wonderful it, we all family yeah and to be one-on-one with him and like mm-hmm. him, stories and he's such just a down-to-earth human being oh you know how when you meet people sometimes that you kind of idolize and you and then you meet them and then they end up being a dickhead and that just right. sucks <laughs> so he, he, i can tell all the fans out there of cold as you probably already know scooter's the man he's uh, just he's an awesome human great being great human being and the rest of the band is too they, yeah the whole entire it's band. just freaking awesome yeah we're, we're having a blast man. i'm like a little kid in the candy store yeah <laughs> But that's the way it's supposed to be. And you would pray that that happens when you're out there with these people, as you say, like that are on a bigger level, a larger level. And you see them. And that was the thing, like even with Michael, when he first saw us, he came to us and he was just like, hey, fans of you guys. And hey, we just want to have a great tour or whatever like that. And that's me. I don't want any drama. We're here to perform for the people and do what we do. Yeah, I, we all have egos, but let's check those egos and let's just have a great tour. Let's have a Put good time. Stage exactly. is what I tell people. Put your ego on the stage for the peeps. And, and then it should be gone the minute you're off that stage. Exactly. 100%, man. Just having a great, great time. So before we get into the music, definitely, how has the lineup changed over the years? Because there's <laughs> a few things. So how has it changed over? I mean, you, I mean, you can tell me. You can speak to that. 
All right. So it, it, as transparent as possible, uh, I've gone through 18 band members in this wow. band. Wow. <laughs> um, but this lineup here, we've been a, we've been a crew now for what four years? Four years. Four years. Uh, this is the we're, we're good. Got you. Got you. We're good. You know, sometimes like it's like making an omelet. You know, you gotta take <laughs> get they work. Get a ah, that's not fluffy enough, and the cheese dripped out. You gotta, you know, I got the yeah. perfect omelet right now. Hey, that's beautiful, man. That is beautiful. <laughs> Definitely, and you guys do. You guys have a great sound, man. I'm telling you, no doubt, loving it, loving it. All right, so let's talk about the releases. All right, so Without Color, released 2015. So what direction were you going in, and does it have any sentimental value for you? Um, Without Color was our first EP. We were only a three-piece band, so I was on vocals and bass. Mm-hmm. My son was on drums, and we had uh, Ted Millington on guitar. Okay. Um, so the goal with that was to more of a, because we're just a three piece, I wanted a very stripped down sound because mm-hmm. I didn't want to jit people when we got live. Gotcha. So as far as lyrical content, a lot of deep crap on that record. That was mm-hmm. uh, stuff. Um, I was dealing with my brother's alcoholism. Mm. Uh, I was having issues with my, my inter- myself in general, getting older and just, you know, midlife crisis stuff and just... Right. All kinds of crap. So I dumped it into that into that CD, um, but yeah, very, very, pretty personal. Very and then lovely. there was some, like I went through a really bad breakup, mm-hmm. horrific breakup that I'm sure we've all had. Um, so there's a song in there called "Fed Up" that that was my you know <laughs> yeah. f up my ex. <laughs> Stand you anymore. You lying, cheating whore. Why can't you just shut your mouth? <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the story of that, that EP. No, and my so- dog on the cover. Say again. My oldest daughter is on the cover on the of that. Cover, yeah. Okay. I got you. So, so as I'm listening, right, I'm, I'm laughing so fed up. I'm like, I, you know, I wrote my notes down here. I'm like, ha ha, letting her know, breakup song. And I was just yeah. like, I was like, he really went in. You know, I was like, he went in. He's going in. So, you know, just respect to it, man. <laughs> I helped back on that. <laughs> you know, what's funny though. People love that one. We play that live and yeah. everybody gets it instantly. You know yeah. what I mean? There's no, I don't write. If you haven't noticed, I don't, I don't fluff anything and there's no hidden meaning. I don't write that. I'm very blunt when I write. I can't. Yeah. So I want a listener to just miss. This is the shit. That's what I'm Keep saying. It simple so they can understand it. You know, it's, yeah. more pal- it's more palatable than trying to be, you know, met- so super metaphorical and all this. And no, I understand it, man. I, I get it. That makes it easy for the, for the consumers. That's what they want, though, because they want to sing along. They want to chat. They want to get it. You know, they don't want to have to work at it. You know? <laughs> Me too, because I'm just not that kind of thinker. I'm not a uh, the mist of the clouds of my inner self. <laughs> I can't write that way. So, well, I, I mean, I, people that can write all metaphorical and cool. I mean, that's awesome. But it, that ain't that ain't my gig. I just I'm. Right. Sh- so so continuing with this, I'm gonna ask you about one more. Is uh, broken, and I just said, you know, I wrote, yeah, great vibe, man. It's a great vibe. That- that song. One two. 
that was to my brother dealing with his alcoholism. Mm. So that's why the video is the way it is too. It's supposed to be a representation of I play his uh, his addiction. Mm. And I'm at him, and then the gentleman that's uh, playing the character—that's a tattoo artist that works for my shop. Right. I uh, named very talented young man, but yeah, we did that video for twenty six bucks. Mm. Really. Three Italian sandwiches and a two liter of Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man! Indeed, indeed. Okay, so let's move to under construction. Uh, so I just want to tell you that I love it. I love it. I love it. Under construction. Let me hold on, hold on. Here. Let me look at this right here. Love it. Lyrics and music. Dirty girl, you are a wild dude. One hundred percent. You are a wild boy. I listened to that a few times. I was just like, this dude is a wild boy. <laughs> but, it's, but it's love, though. Soulless mirror, love, cool vibe, great vocal, solo. Punch the clown, a great ride. You know, vocal acrobatics. I'm telling you, man, you do. Stop fronting on yourself, man. You embrace that voice of yours. Tight rope. You know what? Tight you know rope. What? Amazing. Uh, Amazing. You know what? Go you ahead, know what? I'm sorry. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know what Punch the Clown's about? No, no, no. Go ahead and tell me. I mean, I know. Uh, it's. <laughs> I wrote it about masturbating. <laughs> Thus, Punch the Clown. <laughs> we all do it. Come on. We all do it. I just Man, thought... I, I, have, we... I have never <laughs> in my life... I have never... <laughs> oh, the story... Story of that, I wrote that because I was listening to Cindy Lauper's She Bop uh -huh. and that's masturbating. And I'm like, I fucking love Cindy Lauper. And I'm like, if Cindy Lauper can write a song about masturbating, then I'm gonna write a song about masturbating. See, the dude for She Bop is about masturbating. I did not know that, man. I bop, you bop, we bop. That's crazy. Hey man, listen. I love it. How you doing, young man? Doing yeah. good. Nice That's to meet Dave. you guys. Yeah, this is Dave, our lead player. What's up, Dave? What's up, Dave? Yes, and the, the, that's uh, Don Knotts in the background. Stop it. That's my brother. Stop. Stop. Tell, tell me I'm lying. Come no, on. No, stop. No, on. edit that out. Cut it. No. <laughs> that's like Don Knotts' son right there all day. <laughs> Love Andy stop. Griffith. You are a funny guy, man. You are a funny dude. That is all. And listen, it's all love, though, man. You know, take it all this time. That's all love. And, oh, my goodness, man. No, that's beautiful. Now, listen, let, let, let me get back on, on track, man. You, you make me laugh. But that's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Indeed. So, but I just want to let you know, once again, under construction, super amazing. I, I really, really, really enjoyed that. Okay. Horns High, which I have a song called Horns High that I've never released, but that, Horns High. So love the energy and the nice balance of this. So so tell me about Horns High. Horns High is just a tribute to rock and roll in general. I I, I wrote that just to kind of give homage to my heroes. That's why I talk about Dio and, you know, Johnny Cash. and the, yes, You know what I mean? It's yes, like, yes. you know, the rebelliousness of what rock and roll was meant to be. Right. Um, a homage to that and respect to it. So it's just an anthem for rock in I general, all, all genres. Yeah, yeah. Cliche, beautiful music, powerful vocals, neurotic, pace, tempo, you know, uh, 
And then the horns high has got the little Volbeat in there that I could hear, you know, indeed. And so <laughs> funny you say that. <laughs> the horn high originally was going to be called Bolvit. Really? And it was going to be a two Volbeat because that's how much of a fan I am of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I said with a little more Elvisiness because I wanted to really, but then I was worried because I'm such a fan. I'm like, well, what if they take this the wrong way and they hear and they think I'm making fun of them or I'm trying to so I I got rid of the Herbert and her in there, and I made it more streamlined, and I I changed it because I didn't want to offend my one of my favorite bands. I got you, but so, you know I, what I mean. People do things the wrong way, and I'm like, no, no, this could come back and bite me in the ass, and they'll think I'm because I freaking love that band. I last thing I would want them to do is think I'm being a dickhead. Nah, it, it was listen. so. And then I just made it, you know, tribute to metal in general, like what Volbeat always does. They 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 you know they're such a cool rock band, man. So yeah, yeah. it's a, a tribute to rock in general, all the way from Elvis all the way. All the yeah, way to now. Yeah, did. I can hear you because you spoke about it in there. Can you say Volbeat? <laughs> it's, it's stuck in me. I'll never forget it, man. You know, I still hear it, man. But yeah, well, man. I'm glad that, the song's still there. So that's cool. That's cool to hear that. Of course, man. And then, you know, the road, cool vibe. Politician, man. Over it. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, I just sat there and listen, I really, I, I binged last night and I just sat there and I just enjoyed every single second of all of this music. And I was just like, man, these guys are on point. And I'm just enjoying your voice and I'm just listening to the orchestration and you guys as great musicians. Just everything just sounds so good, man. I was just like, man, I can't, I can't front on you. So now, Lonely is the Night. That's That has a throwback vibe to me, man. That's a, that's a choir song. Oh, man, it's just... It, it's just, man, such a good vibe, man. And you're doing it so well, man. It's just love. Thanks, man. <laughs> anyway, but you just handle the business, man. So, so, okay. That's a cover. So there was a five-year break before the release of Human Condition. So was there any reason for that? Um, no, a bad 18 band members, remember? <laughs> right, 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 right. So various band member changes, Um, a lot of... So at the time... I was pretty much funding everything. Mm. So there was some financial issues as well. Gotcha. Timing. Um, and then, and then the, the, the COVID thing came and that, right, right, right. that ruined everything even more. So then when we finally, when this lineup finally really kind of got together, that's when we, we just kicked it into high gear. So when everybody else was hunkered down and not doing anything, we were writing. Yeah. Right. We got the, we wrote this album. And then we even went and toured. We just went down and toured Florida and mm -hmm. all the, you know, the more free states. And then we just kept, kept working, man. We just kept working. We're like, we're not going to let this hinder what we want to do. Life's too short. Great. You know, and, and I don't mean to offend anyone, but other people's fear is not mine. Right, right, right. I'm saying. No, I, I pick no sides on that whole ridiculous political spectrum that is what that was. Yes. But my my thought process has always been your fear is not mine. That's right. That's right. Indeed, you know, man. Like, 17 masks on, you, you, you're you totally welcome. I'm not judging you for doing that, but okay. don't judge for not doing it. This would be, I, I like to say sometimes, man, uh, don't feed the fear. You know, I would always, my wife and I would have those kind of conversations. I was like, please don't feed the fear. Don't make them fear that you know that if they don't know about it just don't you know let them go through some you know certain things sometimes we got to go through certain things so we can learn life lessons man and so yeah, uh, yeah that's that's just real so do you have any designs or desires of have you just uh toured like east coast wise where else have you guys toured or performed uh, 
before this tour, we've done Florida and back mm-hmm. multiple times. Yeah, whole East Coast. So the whole East Coast, we've East we've Coast. been yeah. cranking on. Yeah. So now this tour is all across the country. So oh, we're this yeah, we're cold. That's right. It'd be, it'd be. Yeah, full national tour. We're everywhere. So yeah. ladies and gentlemen, they are on tour with the great cold. Yes, indeed. Yes. And I'm gonna tell you something. I know you guys are up there holding your own. I listen, and I'm and I'm being humble about it because I know you're doing more than you know, holding your own. Because I'm telling you, man, you guys got something great popping off, man. It's lovely, man. You guys really have a great, you know, connection with each other, and it comes off in the music. It really does. So continued success and doing all those things. What about overseas? Has has relent, my brother relentless, man. You know. Uh, Ryan, I call him Relay, but you know, Ryan uh, is, as I tell people, we're born on the same day. Met him on a Stuck Mojo tour and we hung out every day. That's my brother, man. He's been good, man. We're, we're, we're very happy yeah. with, with, I would love to, I'm, I'm, I'd like to actually meet him physically. Yes, indeed. You know, shake a hand, say, you know, thank you in person. But he, no, he's, he's been very, he's been very cool to us. Yeah, he, he, you know, he's, he's in our corner for sure. And that mm-hmm. means a lot. They definitely. He's a, as he says, you know, we just want we need more great human beings, more good human beings, man. We don't have enough of that in the world, you know. And I well, agree with him one hundred percent. That's all we do, right? Yeah, yeah. I took that and I use it all the time. I was like, we just want to see, you know, better human beings, man. Can we just be that? <laughs> you know, you you get to the point where you just start looking at people, man. I was never that person. I was just so wide open and just love, love, love. And then I was just like. The world's not crazy. It's the damn people in it, man. So I, I'm starting to look at these people like, damn. I was like, I can't. I, I always say I love everybody. You know, I, you either love me or you love to hate me, but it's all love to me. You know, that's the way I yeah. live my life. You know, I, me too. Yeah, I really live my life like that. But then I just got to the point where I was like, man, there's some really hateful people out here that just, just, they just don't care. And that's not on my spirit. So I have to turn that channel off at times. I was like, well, let me change my channel. You know, like yeah. when I tell these guys, what our motto on tour is uh, kill them with kindness. Yes. yes. So whenever we get, um, you know, we've had some issues, mm-hmm. you know, and certain issues have arise. But what we do is when it, when the negativity comes in, yes. we just reverse it and we get on that damn stage and we just play our asses yes, off. Sir. And we, yes, we give, then we just give all that energy out to the crowd and then the crowd loves it. And then that's, that's our way of being like, you know, to the people that were, we can just be like, way possible. One hundred percent, man. I agree. I agree. So, what about uh, touring overseas? Oh, we'd love to. Yeah. Um, I want it so bad. We want to listen. Uh, the goal is to just get out in the world and just world. keep doing what we love to do. I'd like to make a living at it. It'd be cool. I don't care about. I have no interest in rock star crap, fame, right. right. I could just make a living doing this. What I love to do with the, with these goobers, I'd be happy. <laughs> that would be a win. That is a true statement, I mean, man. Already on a stinky bus for months on end. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, 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 and no disrespect to the, the beautiful young lady, Breezy, but you know, I always say you get on that bus, man, and smelling like ass and feet, man. But yes, uh, it is. Uh, being, being the only girl on the bus. Oh, moment. here we go. Just the worst out of everybody. Don't let her <laughs> burst out of the entire band. Oh, my her feet smell. Your her feet, feet smell. Nasty. Kentucky Fried Feet. She takes like three <laughs> hours to put her makeup on. She's now. Don't let everybody get no mad at me. Why is that about me? me trying to get ready. At least I don't fart in your face. <laughs> 
it's all love, but it's you know, it's just it stuff, is. stuff it that's is. just so memorable, you know, you'll never forget it. it's just branded in your it's just branded in the middle. So now you start so, so you on a tattoo shop? I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. So 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 have you tattooed everybody? He's holding his arm up. Did he do that? Uh so I've yeah, we go. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Look at the ink, man. Oh, and, and, uh, let's do my brother's side of his oh, head. Oh, ready? Ah, love. That, yeah, that's, a, that's hardcore. I told him, I'm like, dude, I'm in the band and I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had a um, 100% in everything he does. Hey, man, that's love and that's, that's beautiful. It really is. It really is. Hey, I had a, um, Stuck Mojo fan named Pierre. He's German. He's uh he does hair, and uh one of one of my great. He's he's like a brother to me, no doubt. So we I met him on one of the first tours. Came back. He had tattooed my logo on his arm. Man, you want to talk about something? So he's just like, I know you think I'm crazy. I was like, Nah, I don't think you're crazy. You just humbled me more than I've ever been humbled before. That the yeah. fact that you would just even look at me like that is just bananas and, and we talk all the you know just a great guy just a great guy man and uh stuff like anyway man I, I get emotional i've seen so many like tattoos and stuff on tour and seeing things and i don't have any tattoos not one but i'm going to tell you the tattoo culture is amazing and i've probably watched all the tattoo shows just like i've never ridden a motorcycle but i watch all the motorcycle shows because i think it's amazing so you guys doing your thing and you having that image that you have, because I know you go on stage, Coop, and you handle your business, and you you fit, you dress the part. You do a, listen. You're a front man for real. I always say that, like Benji Webb of um, of Skendrick. It's like you know, we did a show, I did a show with him when I, when I was with uh, Lies, and I looked at Benji. I was just like, Benji might be the best front man I've ever seen in my life. Just seeing him control things, but he came on stage with that look, as you do. He went in there like. I'm about to entertain these individuals. So I'm coming out here and I'm not just going to be that guy that you see every day. And so I, I look at you and your tattoos and your hair. And you think I was just like, he's got it and he understands it. And then he's got the voice to back it up. So I said, this shit is motherfucking amazing. Excuse my language. Uh, I'm just like. <laughs> uh, you should come to the show as our guest. Yeah, and and sure. listen, I, 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 we're going to have to make that happen most definitely. Most definitely. I'm enjoying my podcast, working on new music also, but uh, definitely I still need to get it. I've kind of got in the house a little bit. You know, the big guys in the house doing this <laughs> thing and just having fun. But I'm enjoying this so much because I love to talk and run my mouth. I love to listen, but I love to run my mouth. So you know, it's great. You're, uh, you're extremely good at it. This is one of the coolest interviews we've ever done. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Sure. Yeah, it's love to well, I always so, tell people, I, I want I want people to understand that this is a conversation. Yeah, I'm asking you questions, but I really want to know about you. You know, because just like I say, I'm so, super visual. So everything you're telling me, I'm seeing it. It's running in front of my, 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 you know, in my brain like, oh, man, that's wild. Oh, goodness. I love that. So that's why I laugh so hard at things, you know. At least I didn't fart in your face. I pictured that. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can't help it. You know, sometimes it's a gift and a curse, but, you know, it, it, it's all it's all love. Be up and everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so, fine. Fine, I shouldn't have crossed. Was that? No, <laughs> no it's all love, man. Indeed. <laughs> so, what's happening with you right now? We know that you're on the cold tour, and, and what are your goals for the future? 
the goal right now, we're uh, we're we're discussing jumping onto another tour right after this one. Okay. Uh, like a month or two, mm-hmm. and then uh, we definitely want to bang out a single. We got an album. Uh, we have albums with the material, but we want to just bang out a little single for fun. Uh, we're gonna, I think we're gonna do a cover tune. Uh, so we've been we've been uh, we've been jam we've been jamming covers on this tour like one, and we keep doing a different cover every night. Just uh-huh. just one, just, just messing one. with everybody. Nothing wrong with uh, it. Yeah. It, it, there's there's one that we've done a few times that the crowd just goes mental mm-hmm. every time we play it. They go crazy mental. So I think that's the one we're gonna we're gonna record and throw it out there for fun. Got you. Gotcha. But then the goal is another album, yeah. and it just yeah. be on the road, man. I want to keep just keep playing. Absolutely, this is what we love. Keep playing, keep playing, keep writing, keep awesome. playing. Awesome. Well, you guys are definitely those guys, and I big you up. I, I applaud you. You got to you have a great sound, great stage presence. You guys, I, and just talking to you, I know it's all together. The collective is amazing, man. And just like I said, when I speak about that orchestration, I love that. And uh, you know, I listen to a lot of different things, you know, and so when I hear it. Like, once again, as I said at the beginning, when I first heard it, I was just like, God damn. I was like, this is amazing, man. I'm really digging it. I was like, it's just the sound is so big. You know, it's grandiose. I mean, your sound is big, bigger than just the, it's not that regular stuff, man. And no, dis- <laughs> yeah. I'm not disrespecting anything. I'm just saying it's big. It's like it should be in big places. You know, it should be that massive audience out there listening to it, bobbing their heads, having a good time, you know. And when we play live too, we're, we're playing live. Mm-hmm. We don't have every show's different. We have no tracks. We have no click. We have no in-ears. We go up there and maybe some songs be a little slower that night or a little mm-hmm. faster, depending on how our drummer's feeling. But it's 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 raw and honest every night. That's why every night's different. If people have seen us multiple times, mm-hmm. you're not the same show. I act I have no shtick. I don't come up with hi. Oh, uh, you know, I don't have any of that. I just awesome. we which it's large. That's how I grew up being. That's how bands I saw when I was a kid. That's how they all did it. Yes. So we're, we're kind of the weird dinosaur in the in the room, so to speak. The way modern music is kind of mm-hmm. now. It's very digital and, and technical, and, mm-hmm. and we're just kind of hey, we're like the bumbling idiots <laughs> in the china closet. But we're having fun. We don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're figuring it out. That's that's beautiful because I when you say that I just remember. I always tell, you know, my name's Nelson. My actual last name is Nelson, no doubt. I would always tell people that, you know, I tell my kids and everything that we were related to Prince. I was like, no, nah, Prince is my cousin. You know, Prince is your cousin, too. I said that for years. said that for years. Then they found out. It was like, Dad, have you been lying to us? I was like, hey. <laughs> your dad likes to joke sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I said, but I don't know. It's possible. You know, I was like, my father was a wild dude. Anything's possible. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I, I say all of that because Prince said the same thing. He said, None of my shows are the same. He said, when I come out there, I just go out there and do what I do. He said, there has not been one show that has been like the other show. Something is going to be different. And I was just like, man, oh, man. So you That's saying this? Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Beyond, beyond another level. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay, so, so lady and gentlemen, what was the last song you listened to? The last song we listened to? It's on your playlist. As a as a collective? It doesn't matter. Or, just whatever. Yeah, just whatever. I always like to ask this because you never know what people are listening to. Um ew. so the the last song, the literally the last song I just listened to was um Matchbox 20's new single. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then uh, we listened know. to actually we listened to Mammoth 
Mammoth V. Uh, oh, yeah, EDH. Yeah, yeah. We listened yeah, to his Mammoth. new single. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Being on huge, tour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wolf, man, he's a <laughs> man talented. These guys are all like listening to rock music. I'm listening to like Carmina Barada and classical violin. <laughs> but that's why I asked the question because that's a beautiful thing because we as musicians and, and people in general, we don't always like the same things and certain, you know, certain things that moves us. And, and uh, you know, we we might be in this mood right here to listen to this because if you look at my playlist, man, I got so much different stuff. My kids would always say, like, Dad, you are a lunatic. Yeah, you know, we primarily crank uh, my, I have an 80s playlist. Yeah. You know, I'm talking from Bananarama all the way down to <laughs> 80s, 80s for days. But then again, yeah. you could get on our bus and we could be bumping some, like, Biggie or something. Oh, yeah. What's going on? Gotta crank you know? the Biggie yeah. a little bit. Uh, yeah, I a little bit. Oh, I love, love Snoop. Got to oh, crank some Snoop. <laughs> I love the 90s grunge. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots. I love oh, my goodness. See, yeah. all that, all that, once again, man, goosebumps like crazy, <laughs> man. You guys are killing me, man. It's love. It's love. <laughs> hey, well, listen, it's been a great time, a great conversation. I'm super thankful and grateful for you guys taking the time out to spend some time. Uh, thank you. That's man. Thank you. It means a lot to me. And uh, once again, I, I, I just expect you know, just bigger and better, man, because you guys really have it, man. And uh thank you so much. Yeah, once again, great musicians musicianship. All of you guys are great at what you do. And uh Coop, man, I'm saying it again, man. That's vocals, man. My brother. You they oh, know you see, they know you're on another level. They know it. They know it. I know they know it. My brother. So oh, yeah. you 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 just keep doing what you do, man. And it's uh you'll you guys together as a collective will continue to shine, man. So thank you, thank you very much for being Thanks, here. Thanks, man. Let me uh, so if you don't mind, give the people your contact information and your social information. Uh signal to noise. You can just go to signaltonoise.com. Mm-hmm. Everything's there. Signal with a Y. Signal with a Y. Signal with a Y, not a nine. Y. Yes, indeed. Yes, Although that's an amazing Peter Gabriel song. <laughs> <laughs> once again, once again, thank you guys so so very much. I really, really appreciate it. And, and continue success on this tour and uh enjoy yourselves, man. I know you will, but enjoy yourselves, man. Absolute thank pleasure you meeting so you. So, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It is yours truly, the Lord Nelson. That is from the podcast Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network. Yes, indeed, with Five Rails Entertainment and the great. Andy Great, and one more time, Andy Great, signal to noise. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Thank you guys so much, man. Enjoy Thank yourself you. and uh, enjoy Just give me good. <laughs> Greatness, man. Love you guys. Be good. Yes, indeed. You guys take care. Peace. <laughs>
Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord, Nelson, that is.